you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Have you ever found yourself in the middle of making a huge decision? Maybe you thought about moving to a different state. The choice was in the palm of your hand, but you were unsure. Or maybe you had to choose between two job opportunities being offered to you, but because you knew how much of an impact this decision would have on your life, you were hesitant. If so, then you could say you were at a crossroads. But what exactly do crossroads symbolize? Well, crossroads can symbolize exactly that, choices. It's when we're faced with decisions to make in our lives that will have important consequences. And choices can be scary, but they can also be very liberating. Crossroads can also symbolize new beginnings and transitions from this world to the next. Crossroads are also said to be the place where the physical world and the spiritual world meet. And this is because the Earth's natural ley lines emit high energetic vibrations from the Earth and atmosphere. Crossroads are also considered to be very sacred places because it's a place where people naturally gather because of the high energetic vibrations that it emits, its ties to the spiritual realm, and because of everything that it symbolizes, that being new beginnings, transitions from this world to the next, and or difficult choices that we're faced to make in life. And perhaps, for all of those reasons, is why churches are usually built on crossroads and or natural ley lines. There are also tons of reports and legends about ghost sightings and other spiritual phenomenon that take place at a crossroads. Take for example the Greek goddess Hecate. There are many ways people pronounce her name. It's Hecate, 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 but she is the goddess of magic, witchcraft, the night, the moon, ghosts, and necromancy. Because of this, many people see her as evil. But she's both. She's both good and bad. Because as much as she'll help a practitioner with painful magic, she'll also help someone who's in need. She is the goddess who helped Demeter in her search for Persephone, guiding her through the night with her flaming torches. Which is why when depicted, she is usually seen as a goddess holding two flaming torches. She is also represented as having three faces. This symbolizes both a woman's phases in life, where we start out as maidens, then become mothers, and later in life crones, and her being able to see the past, the present, and the future. Because Hecate has domain over the heavens, the earth, and the underworld, she is known as the Triple Goddess, 
and she's also associated with keys and crossroads. And that is why today, many people who worship her leave her offerings in exchange for her help and her guidance, specifically at a crossroads. She is in the in-between, in between this world and the spirit realm. Similar is the situation with Papa Legba. Papa Legba in voodoo is a loa, and a loa is a spirit, but Papa Legba is the loa of the crossroads. He also gives, and or denies, permission to speak with other spirits, and is believed to speak all human languages. In appearance, he is usually depicted as an elderly gentleman with a cane, wearing a hat with a pipe. It is also said that he has a limp, and this is because he has one foot in the spirit world and the other in the material world, and is also known to be very wise and intelligent. One of the ways that people connect to him is by bringing him offerings. It is said that he likes black coffee, tobacco for his pipe, and or rum. And of course, because he's the Loa of the crossroads, you can go to a crossroads at midnight and bring an offering and make your request. A popular legend famously associated with crossroads is that of blues musician Robert Johnson. Alright, there are many variants of his story and so many little inconsistent details, but the most recounted one is this one. As a young man, he aspired to be a blues musician and would play his guitar. But although he was very passionate and very determined, he was actually a very lousy guitar player. Johnson was so bad, whenever he would play, he would annoy people and people would actually ask him to stop playing. Then, one day, he simply disappeared. And after only a few months, some people say six, others say nine months later, he reappeared and was playing the guitar like no one had ever heard before. It is said that the reason he was able to play the guitar so well after only just a few months is because he had gone down to the crossroads to make a deal with the devil. Johnson had sold his soul to the devil in exchange for talent. Some say that when he disappeared, it was actually because he went to Martinsville, where he met his mentor, Ike Zimmerman. Ike Zimmerman was also a blues guitarist. He was rumored to have learned to play the guitar by practicing in graveyards at midnight. Of course, this only added to Robert Johnson's legend. But many do believe that he had gone down to the crossroads in Clarksdale, Mississippi, just a little before midnight and started playing his guitar. And at midnight, the devil appeared. He took his guitar, tuned it, played one song, and then gave it back to Robert Johnson. The deal was made. When he came back to town, everyone was impressed. And soon, he would become a legend in music history. There are even rumors that say that when Robert Johnson went to record his songs, he wouldn't face people. He would turn around and he would face the wall. And he did so, so that people wouldn't notice that the devil was actually taking over. Although he became a legend at a young age, 
he would only live it for a few more years. Robert Johnson died mysteriously at the age of 27, and with him began the infamous 27 Club curse, where musicians like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Harrison, Kurt Cobain, and Amy Winehouse were all very talented people, but died at the age of 27. Some say Robert Johnson died at the age of 27 because the devil had come back to collect his dues. Even Bob Dylan mentioned The Crossroads, and his story is similar to that of Robert Johnson because he left, he disappeared, and when he came back, he did so with all this talent in a matter of months. Even he himself has said that he doesn't know how he was able to write those songs. He said that one time, he was able to write a whole song in just five minutes. And in an interview, when asked why he's still doing all of this, why he's still performing, he admitted that he had gone down to the crossroads and that he made a deal with the chief commander of this earth and of the other world we cannot see. And that he's just holding on to his end of the bargain. So what do you guys think? Do you think these people actually sold their soul to the devil? Would you go down to the crossroads and make a deal in exchange for fortune and fame? Have you gone down to the crossroads, taken an offering and asked for help or guidance? Perhaps many of us have already done so without knowing. All those times we've gone to church in desperate need of something and we've lit a candle. But again, let me know what you think. Send me an email, write to me, let me know. Well guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com and or follow us on social media, on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond, or on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. And lastly, if you have any questions or any feedback, or if there's simply anything that you want to share, you can email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.